0: Views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. Author's Hour. Get the story behind the story. It's all on the Author's Hour. You'll get to hear the authors talking about their books and the journey behind how it all began. Join
1: Join the opportunity to hear the insights on what inspired them to write it. Now, here is your host, Wayne G. Barber. Good morning, America. Tuesday morning, 9.05. Another edition of the award-winning Authors Hour radio program. Brought to you right here on Smoke at 99.9 FM, WNRI. I have a very, very loyal following now on TuneIn America. A free app right on your Android or your device right there. And also, the first part of our show, before we get into our really very interesting book, Celebrities Write to Mona, a collection of 350 notes from celebrities around the world to a nursing home to inspire patients. We're going to be getting into that and so much more, maybe a little bit of poetry. First part of the show is brought to you by the Association of Rhode Island Authors. Our monthly meeting will be this Thursday night at 7 o'clock, and it will be another virtual meeting. A reminder to all of our members, over 300 members strong. And uh, also, we're still looking for a few more authors for October 10th at the North Sichuan Rhode Island Public Library. We've been invited over there. Association of Rhode Island Authors. Anyone can join the Association of Rhode Island Association of Authors. But you'll find that a published author and an aspiring author with a complete manuscript will benefit most from a membership. In addition, your membership fee helps support all Rhode Island's most talented writers. Benefits of being an ARA membership include networking with dozens of local published authors at our monthly meetings that are always held on the second Thursday of the month. Presentations from industry pros on a wide array of published topics. Exclusive invitations to speak and conduct your presentations at libraries and other venues advance notice of any expos, festivals, and any other event where books are sold. A reduced table fee at the Rhode Island Authors Expo, a website link in IRA's members directory, and so much more. Check us out at www.riauthors.org. I did. Also, I'd like to thank the many hundreds of people that I keep meeting over at the North Sichwit Farmers Market. Um, I've covered the booth over there a couple of times this summer to great, great results. And also... I hate to say it, but our lively literati on Main Street, the hotel in East Greenwich, Rhode Island, is still on hold as the pandemic takes its toll in Rhode Island. Uh, Second major sponsor of the show today, and welcome aboard, uh, getting fantastic results. And thank you very much for putting it on WNRI. We're talking about the Rhode Island Fruit Growers Association. And this is our time of the season right now, apples. Over 11 fantastic varieties at most of our orchards. Uh, Pick your own pumpkins. What a beautiful fall day to get out with the kids close to home. And you've got automatic spacing doing this task. And have a whole lot of fun doing it too. Adams Farm over in Cumberland. Apple Land Orchard in Smithfield. One of my favorites is the Bodden Orchard over in Situate. I mean, they've got it right down pat. Parking, everything, you know, hand-cleansing stations, you name it. Confredi Farm that supplies most of the sweet corn for our retailers here in the state also has a great apple-picking program and pick-your-own-pumpkins. Cucumber Hill Road. Uh, Cucumber Hill Farm over in Forza, same on the road there. Uh, Elwood Orchard over in situate jazz wells farm in smithfield a little closer to home right here in our listening audience for uh our 1380 am 2500 what uh, customers wojix farm right here in blackstone mass you don't have to travel far to pick some nice fresh apples and an apple pie and so many things why don't you make some apple sauce and get it all preserved there what a great christmas gift
0: Folks, if you or someone you know is celebrating a birthday and you want Wayne to announce it on his program, just send him an email. His address is waynewnri at yahoo.com. Help make that special someone feel
1: like celebrating with a birthday shout-out on WNRI. Thank you, Johnny. And today we got Bobby LaDuke, retired town worker up in Marlboro on the DPW crew there, 69 today. Carol Howard, big birthday. That's going to be a hell of a party. Uh, Stephen Ward, great announcer and uh, sports and uh, racing enthusiast. Uh, Brian Gahn from Malabar, Florida, 35 years old. And their family is transplants from New England. And they love all the fine programming at WNRide.com to keep in touch of uh, New England events. Uh, Wendy Maury-Kanoya. A big happy birthday from husband Mike and Carrot Top. And you know what I'm talking about. That's going to be a big party over at that Polish club in Millville. You can uh, bet on that. And those are your birthdays for Tuesday, October 6th. And great intro there by Johnny. Okay, Raymond A. Wolf is a Situate native. Also, I believe he's been on this show about eight times. Who resides in the village of Hope. Rhode Island with his wife, Ramona, and Zoe the Cat. He has written six history books in the Images of America series. Uh, That's by Arcadia Publishing, series by Arcadia. And he also has 11 titles in his Today series, and now six titles in the Grandma Lawson Remember series. This particular new release, Celebrities Write to Mona, is a collection of over 350 notes, cards, letters, and autographed photos Mona received from celebrities while working at the Hopkins Health Center in the town of North Providence, Rhode Island. Her employment as a nurse also included being the activities director for over 20 of her 41-year career. Most of the celebrities wrote only once. However, eight wrote her at least twice, like Ava Gardner, to 27 times, as did Phyllis Diller. Or Joey Bishops, 34 times writing back. He even called to speak with the patients on Christmas Day in 2001. The patients were thrilled that he called on the speakerphone. This book is a heartwarming look at the many of the celebrities behind the scenes in their personal lives. Enjoy over 100 autograph photographs included in the book. The author is confident you will really enjoy Celebrities Right to Mona. Good morning, Ray Wolf. How are you? Well, very good, Wayne, and yourself? Fantastic. I'm predicting right now Of your portfolio, this one is really going to turn some sales.
0: I believe you're correct.
1: How is it being received with your people on your email list and your loyal um, readers from your other works? How is it being perceived by them?
0: Uh, Very good so far. Um, It's um, amazing. It's amazing. Um, my daughter doesn't read most of my books. And when this one came out, she said, Dad, i got to have this one. And uh, they went on vacation, and she took the book with her, and she read the whole entire thing on vacation.
1: So it's one of those books you can't put it down. Uh, when we had our board of directors meeting... I'd like to introduce that to the audience too. Uh, Ray Wolf, the author we're interviewing today, and myself are both honored board members of the Association of Rhode Island Authors. Behind the scenes, to try to keep everything flowing as good as we can, and I guess we're the elder statesmen on it, but we add a little bit to it, you know, from uh, our years of knowledge, especially marketing. And I want to thank you, Ray, for everything you contribute to our great organization. It really is a
0: Thank you very much. I happen to be one of the original six when we got together to start this idea.
1: Fantastic. And I'd uh, like to big uh, big thank uh, shout out to, to Stephen Porter and Dawn for their many years of being the president of it and really steering us in the right direction and a great foundation for Mike and all the new board members we have now, you know, in this tough pandemic time. But uh, you talk about volunteerism, Dawn and Steve, for everything they've uh, contributed in their lives uh, to this organization, uh, to the Little League program over in Gloucester. You talk about Lifetime Achievement Awards. They've already achieved it at a young age.
0: Absolutely. No doubt about it.
1: They are really quality people. I'm glad to call them friends. Okay, let's get back to this book here, Celebrities right? To Mona. Now, what caught me on it, I'd like to have you refresh my memory, is uh, Mona got invited by one of these celebrities in our infamous Warwick Music Tent days. And boy, I used to love going down there. I was in a unique position. At one time, Boroughville, we had our own newspaper. It was the Boroughville News. And um, Uh, Paul Christensen was the editor and owner of it, and I was the entertainment and sports reporter. So I got my first press pass back then. It was AP certified. Oh, wow. And it got me into anything that was happening at the uh, Roads on the Patuxent, uh, the Power Star Performance Arts, and the Warwick Music Tent. But you had an opportunity... Mona got an invitation to go to see one of these shows as a thank you, and you filled in, and uh, it was quite an event on you were telling me.
0: It was. Uh, Jerry Vale um, sent her, uh, he was conversing with her back and forth, and he sent her a, a little 3x5 card and said, uh, give this to my security guard. I'm going to be at the Warwick Musical Theater, and he gave the date, and um, he uh, on the, on the card, it said, I want to speak to these people. And um, so we, uh, she didn't have anybody to go with her, and she said, uh, Ray, will you come with me? I said, yeah, sure, why not? So we did, and after the show, we went up to one of the security guards and gave him the card. And I think he thought, yeah, right, this is a hoax, right? <laughs> and, uh, but he did. He took it to him, and uh, Jerry Vale came out and uh, uh, talked with us uh, for a period of time, and uh, it was absolutely amazing.
1: It really is, you know, we all put on our pants, you know, one leg at a time, and we all have this persona of these superstars, and some of them are like your neighbor next door, and other ones are very, um, I think, snobbish is one of the words. Or maybe uh, they got their (laughs) defense built up because of so many different personalities in society. Maybe they've got burnt along the way, too. Are there any other celebrities that left that type of impression on you?
0: Uh, Well, Joey Bishop definitely when he called uh, 2001 uh, on Christmas Day. That that was unbelievable. And um, Joey, um, let let me just flip a page here.
1: These uh, stories are all documented in this book, Celebrities Write to Mona. And they are copies of the original notes. These are not remakes. These are right from the heart.
0: Yeah, that, that's the thing that really impressed me on all of them. Uh, Paul Peterson uh, was a Mickey Mouse uh, musketeer, And he also um, uh, was on a TV program. I'm trying to think of the name of it now. Uh, but... Um, he, he, he actually typed letters. Some of the letters went into two pages and typewritten. Uh, they're unbelievable uh, what they're, they're doing, uh, where they're going to be performing. Uh, Phyllis Diller wrote 27 times. Janet Lee wrote 28 times. Uh, Joey Bishop wrote 34 times. Uh, Olivia de Havilland, she was in Gone with the Wind, and she's known for it. She wrote 15 times, and it was just absolutely amazing. Francis Langford wrote 29 times and the thing that uh, impressed me on that uh, she had a 110 foot uh, yacht and she lives in Jensen Beach, Florida. And in the summertime, it's too hot down there, so she used to, her and her husband, take the yacht, go all the way up the coast to Canada, and she had a house on an island up there and uh, would stay there for the summer, nice and cool, and then uh, in the fall, head back down to Florida again. And she sent pictures of the yacht, uh, her and her husband on the yacht with her her pet dog there. And, uh, I mean, these things were real personal. Uh, This is not... Uh, something that uh, they just stamp
1: and send out. Uh, absolutely I can, amazing. I can picture Mona in the, uh, you know, the uh, conference rooms or the assembly rooms yep. in the nursing home and stuff like that. And a lot of people being homebound in there but still have, their you know, full control of their faculties. And they're looking for you know, interesting things. Yeah, what happened things.
0: was uh, as the photos would come in, uh, she would put them up on the wall and it became known as the Wall of Fame. And um, a lot of them disappeared. <laughs> but... Uh, 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 From 10 years on, uh, she decided that she would take them down and hold on to them. And she had all these photos in a a box and letters and, oh, my God. And um, she showed me one day, and uh, I said, "Uh, can I take these home and look at them? She said, yeah, sure. So I did. And then I put them away for, like, uh, over a year. And one day, uh, I guess I was in between books, or I just finished a book, and I'm saying, uh, what can I do next? And I said, let me look at those letters again. And I started reading them, and I could not put them down. They were so interesting. And I said, let me see if I can organize this thing. And then I, that's when I started uh, piling them into piles of uh, Mickey Rooney and Connie Francis and Red Skeleton, and Ava Godin, and who have you. But... Um, what happened was uh, she was doing a meeting with the Alzheimer's patients, and one of the uh, gentlemen said, uh, geez, I wish I could have a, an autograph photograph of blank, blank, blank. And that was the end of it. And she kept thinking about it, and she said, gee, that'd be great if I could get an autograph photograph for him. So she went to the library, got the address to write to, and he sent her an autograph photograph. And that's what triggered the whole idea that, uh, gee, let me see who else I can do. And uh, it was absolutely amazing.
1: What a great idea for an uh, amusement director of a nursing home to uh, stimulate interest uh-huh. and stuff like that. Especially nowadays uh-huh. with uh, so many people going in there for rehab, you know, for a knee or yep. a hip and stuff like that. And just something different outside the box. Uh, my personal interest uh, you know, uh, things that I ran into down at the Warwick music tent. My better experiences down there, there's a few of them that stick out in my mind that I'll never forget. Uh, one was the Statler brothers. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, you you talk about somebody that makes you feel like you're part of the family. Uh, they took yep. us. I mean, uh, he gave me a hug, Harold, uh, with the deep bass voice there. He almost broke my back. And then he started a conversation with my wife, teasing her. And I'll I'll never forget it. He just went over and above. And then um, somebody gave him um, a bouquet of roses while they were performing. You know, they go up to the stage. And that was a, a revolving stage down at the Warwick Musical Tent. And when he came around full circle, he jumps off the stage with the flowers and picked out uh, elderly women throughout the whole place and gave me each one. And he was oh, such a performer. You know, you talk about get your money's worth out of a performance. It was an absolute great yep. show. Uh, another one that I can't get out of my head was Reba McIntyre. And she was in a trance. I, I honestly think she was in shock. It was during that period where she lost her band in a, a plane crash. And she lost a lot of her friends and band members and stuff like that. But yet she still had the schedule. You know, she had the contracts to perform everywhere. And this was months after that. And I honestly think she was still in shock. And she was not performing to the audience. She was in a trance, you know, staring off. And, you know, she had it down pat, rehearsed so much. And with the costume changes and everything else, she was like a zombie. And I'm saying to myself, how could you pull this off, having such an experience hit you at home, like that, so close to home, and yet the show goes on. Yep, it's it's really something. Well, one
0: the point I want to make uh, to your listening audiences: uh, this book is the largest book I've ever done. It's 399 pages. Wow! And I've held I've held the uh, price at the same 21.99. Uh, I'm absorbing the extra printing costs, and uh, I just want to get them out to my customers, you know.
1: Now, also, Ray, you self-publish Ray Wolf Books. Uh, You're working with uh, CreateSpace and KDP? Yep. Okay, that's your format, and you've had very good luck with that and good customer service? I sure
0: have. Uh, Very easy to work with, and uh, uh, people... uh, uh, comment continuously on the color on my color books. Uh, most of my books now are in color and um, uh, the, it's crisp and clear and uh, they just everybody comments on it.
1: And you also control that 100% percent freedom you can change a cover you can change any part of it the hook the first part of the book. Uh, You know, two months down the road, four months down the road, if you see something obvious that's wrong, you have the freedom to change it right then and there, too. Yep. Now, um, I've got a question for you working with that particular format. It seems to be one of the most popular ones in the world. We have a a few of our authors switching over to Blurb and Lulu and stuff like that now, too, uh, for different reasons. But if you were to take Celebrities Right to Mona and wanted to change the cover, say, two months down the road, would you have to get a different ISBN number and a different copyright, or could you reuse that same one and just put in second printing? Uh,
0: You don't even have to do that. You just go in and change it. Um, As a matter of fact, this cover I did change. (laughs) When I got the uh, proof in, uh, I looked at it, and I'm saying it looks too... uh, it was uh, all capital uh, letters, and it, it was too bold. And I said, this needs a softer touch, and I, I changed the uh, the font on it. And uh, so uh, I did exactly what you're talking about.
1: And you didn't have to But get It doesn't on.
0: change the ISBN. Um, uh, if you do a, a major change to the cover, like you change some of the wording, that would absolutely. But... Um, uh, you could change a picture on the back or uh, uh, anything like that. As long as you don't make a major change to it, you're all set.
1: Now, do you have to put the notation on page two or three, second printing?
0: Um, no, yeah. not really. Okay. No, you could. Yep. Yeah. But that, would, that, would, that wouldn't change anything.
1: Okay, that would be the discretion of the author or not?
0: Yes, that's correct.
1: Okay. Yep. Uh, what I'm thinking is down the road, if it, if it turns into a movie or if it turns into a blockbuster book that's picked up by another publisher, you know, the technicalities yep. with the copyrights behind us I was thinking of that. Because uh, I've got yep. one older book that I put out in 2013, and uh, I put it on the shelf because at that time, Create Space uh, didn't like the genre, and they wanted to change one part of it, and I didn't want to give up that freedom which now I know that I could get through on any of the publishers because it wasn't that uh, uh, brutal to the book at that time. And uh, I'm going to do it as a second printing because there was a few hundred uh, kicked out on that book. Uh, Another thing we've got to talk about is everybody in our group, over 370 members in the Association of Rhode Island Authors and our board members, and... The talk on the street. Your name came up very, quite, quite often over at the North farmer's market. I did two or three times this summer. is Ray Wolf here. Yep. And I, I'm not kidding you. They were looking for you there. You have quite a following. I yes, am I do. absolutely flabbergasted. And I just don't get it. The three book series, Outhouses of Rhode Island. I, can, <laughs> I cannot believe. The traction that subject matter has got for you, that must be right up there in your top sales?
0: It is. Uh, I was hoping I could find enough outhouses to do a book. Uh, If you can't fill 130 pages, you can't have the title on the spine because it's not thick enough. So uh, as I got going and people started telling me where they were and... uh, I just I started driving up and down the back roads of Rhode Island, looking for the little, a peek behind the lilac bushes in the back of the house, and um, uh, I I got so many I said, oh my God, I'm not going to make any money on this book. It's going to be so thick, and color is real expensive, if you know. It's three times the price of black and white, and. Um, so I said, if I can get some more, maybe I can cut this into two books. So I did. I got, I got more, and I cut it into two books. And then when I do my events, I have all my books on the table, and people would come by and say, oh, I have an outhouse. And I'm saying, you're kidding me. So I started taking down the names and addresses and phone numbers, and I said, uh, if I get enough, I'll do a third book. And I did. And I still have people telling me where they have an outhouse, but I'm done. <laughs> That's it. 416 in Rhode Island.
1: So, are you pooped on that subject?
0: Yes, I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Now, speaking of the outhouses, uh, tonight I am speaking at the Warwick Historical Society at 55 Richard Smith Drive in North Kingstown uh, on the outhouses. So, it's going to be a PowerPoint presentation. And... Um, I was at the Blackstone Valley Historical Society uh, back in the beginning of the year and I had ninety two people show up there.
1: Wow, it's, I'm telling you, this is uh so much traction, it's unbelievable. And that's <laughs> that's what the beauty is the Association of Rhode Island Authors. Uh, I would say the majority of us, maybe seventy eight to eighty percent, really think outside the box in our subject matter and that yes, old, I would say that yep. old cliche that uh of older white people honestly think they have a book right above their earlobe and want to get it out there. That's right. And now with self-publishing, it's given them the opportunities for a memoir, uh, a biography to hand down uh, to children and grandchildren and the family, and maybe... Somewhere down the road, somebody would show an interest in Ancestry.com, and it would be all documented. And uh, I get feelers yep, on all that. All they need to know. do
0: is go to KDP, like kitten, KDP, yep. dog, pig. Yep. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, go on there and uh, just go through what they tell you to do, and uh, it's absolutely fantastic.
1: And all these sites are so user-friendly. It's, um, it's scary. It's really scary. Uh, I got another question for you on the outhouses of Rhode Island. You strictly stayed in Rhode Island. You accumulated information yep. on over 450 outhouses. Were most yep. of these still in operation, or were they decorations?
0: Um most of them being used for the uh, garden tools rakes and shovels and what have you. Um, I did find a couple that are emergency operation for an example in Forster, if the power goes off, you have no water because your well works on the pump yep. and uh, what do you do without water for the bathroom? you go to the outhouse
1: yep. So uh, there are but functional them, in the uh, rural areas and stuff like that. And then you had. Yeah, most of
0: them are restored. They got new roofs, new paint jobs. Uh, Just absolutely unbelievable when you look through the books.
1: When you were on your search and doing this uh, road work on it, taking the pictures and interviewing your uh, potential customers to buy a book after you put the outhouse in there, you're automatically locked in for family members to buy a book because it featured their family outhouse. Did you also run into uh, the idea of a lot of these old farmhouses still having ice houses?
0: Um, yeah, but I don't think there'd be enough, and I don't think the interest would be there.
1: Okay. But there's still a few of them floating around, too.
0: Yep, yep. Um... Uh, the, the thing I did also, and if people call me at eight two one zero zero one six, 16 if you wanted to buy the set of three, you'd save $7. Wow. And I had many, I had many people buy the whole set of three.
1: It, it's such a fascinating thing. It really is a part of our past. And actually now, you know, in present, too, in Forster and uh, your rural areas, as we, nobody's cutting the trees and trimming the trees. So you're going to have a, a normal occurrence of losing the power now more and more. That's what we're finding up in Connecticut. Yes, yep. What are you working on now? And uh,
0: I'd like to mention, if anyone wants to go on my website, it's RayWolf, no E, books with an S dot com. RayWolfBooks.com.
1: You, our curiosity is killing me. What are you working on now, or are you taking a break?
0: <laughs> People say,
1: where do you come up with these ideas.
0: I live in the Village of Hope, Rhode Island. How many states do you think has a Village of Hope? Hope.
1: Probably every state.
0: Uh, no, not really, but 20 of them do.
1: 20 of the 50? Freaking- and
0: uh, I'm thinking of a road trip visiting each one.
1: Good idea. I'll bet you there's a Maple Street in every, every state.
0: Probably, yes. Yeah, you're right there.
1: <laughs> you talk about streets. I did all the FedEx in Rhode Island for a long time. And um, I was helping out the new Amazon drivers the other day when I was uh, traveling through They there on the side of the road with the four ways on. And I said, can I help you with a road? And the guy's got Whipple for their town of Boroughville. And I says, wait a minute. Do you have Whipple Drive? Whipple Street, Whipple Way. I, that's how that works. And uh, also, yeah. you you talk about addresses, a log road. It, it can be Harrisville. It can be like three different towns. The same road, right. log road up by the exactly. uh, antennas up there. Yep. And um, a Forster on Forster delivering. It's a half. 97 and a half South Windsor Road. And you're looking for this half mark on it. Oh, what a a nightmare up there for traffic and stuff like that. I've got uh, a few bucks here that I'm going to be getting out very, very shortly. And uh, a couple of my friends have switched over to Lulu. I don't know if you've ever looked at their program. But uh, they're very, very big and uh, very, very quick on shipping overnight. And they have always running discounts huh. for their authors to, you know, stock up on 20 or 30 books. And yep. I, I think I'm going to attempt switching over to them for the next two or three books. And uh, they huh. give you the 100% freedom, too, and not one penny up front, only as you order the books. Yep. Just in time supply. Excellent. What's your turnaround on KDP? Say you've got a, a show coming up. I mean, this year you can't really gauge it. You probably would get stuck with a lot of inventory anticipating your schedule, and then the schedule got cut. But say if yes, you had to order right 30 or 40 books, uh, what would be your turnaround to order from KDP? A week?
0: About two weeks.
1: About two weeks. Now,
0: Yeah. In you- uh, Arcadia, uh, when I order books there... I used to get them. uh, If I ordered on Monday, I'd get them on Thursday. And uh, they've been bought out by a new company, and they've expanded and uh, what have you. And uh, they changed the warehouse uh, to a different location. And now it's taking like two weeks to get the books.
1: Two weeks. Okay, but Arcadia is really exploding uh, with their history division. And they're buying up other publishers. They're really exploding in the United States. Yep, They're buying up a lot of competition. So I I think they're going to be joining that top five in the country. There will be six in the country that will probably be controlling all of it. Uh, A little advice. Well, they
0: are the largest publisher of history books.
1: Oh, they are now already?
0: Yeah, yep. They're the largest publisher of history books. And uh, they're all over the country. They've got over 15,000 titles now.
1: 15,000. Unbelievable. Right. Now, we have a, a, a few similarities. You were a AAA driver, uh, manager retail, and then you decided to start writing books in your semi-retirement. Could you tell our listening audience how old you were when your first book hit the press?
0: Okay, if I retired at 68, my first book was at 66, because I wrote my first two books while I was working 40 hours a week as a manager at P.J. Maxx in Smithfield. And um, when, I, when I got done, my second book, and I had a third one on my brain, I said, you know what, I've had it with retail, I'm going to retire, all I'm going to do is research and write, and that's what I do.
1: And how many books are we up to now, over 20? 27. 27, Twenty-seven books in your semi-retirement. One of my favorites that you did was Route sixty-six. I really enjoyed. Oh that.
0: yeah. Oh, I had a great time doing that one.
1: And then uh, the yeah, one I was on diners. The wife
0: one Saturday morning, and I started talking about Route sixty-six because I love Route sixty-six. And she said, "You've been talking about this for seven years. Why don't you just do it?" And I said, "Well, number one, you don't want to eat in diners." And number two, you don't want to talk to old people, and that's what I want to do. She said, well, then find somebody to go with you. And I said, really? And she said, yeah, I'll stay home, take care of the house and the bills and whatever. And I said, hmm, let me see. I worked with John at AAA for 21 years. Hey, John, I got an idea. Gee, he said, I never thought about it, but let's get together and discuss it. So we did. And his wife said the same thing as my wife. You guys deserve it. Go. So in my motorhome, and away we
1: went. And that is a very, very well done book. I really enjoy that one. And also Diners of Rhode Island. Yeah, I sell a lot of those too. The Diners of Rhode Island. And uh, I love the marketing concept on that uh, because these locations along that book on Route 66 sell the book because they're in the book as the locations. And all of these themes that you're coming up with give you a guaranteed sale to regroup some of your money right off the bat. By the participants yes. of the book. Yep. Just like the car
0: books I did. Yep. Uh, 1905 to 1949 uh, cars, uh, 1950s, 1960s, 1970s, and trucks from 1921 to 1979. Yep. And um, I, I, I I, knew some people would buy the whole set. You know, a lot of people just want. I want the whole set, you know? Yep. And uh, I didn't think as many people that did would buy the whole set. It was absolutely amazing. And I gave a deal on that,
1: too. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the award-winning Authors Hour radio program on Smoke and 99.9 FM, WNRI, 1380 AM. And we're uh, interviewing Raymond A. Wolf, an author from Hope, Rhode Island. And his latest addition to his portfolio at Ray Wolf Books is Celebrities Write to Mona. And uh, this is a very, very interesting book. And not just for my age group or Ray's age group. uh, It's about Americana and especially a lot of the big stars that visited Rhode Island in the glory years before the casinos and stuff like that. And a lot of all personal stories and notes right from the heart from the celebrities to the nursing home and with the idea of enlightening the patients there and putting a smile on their face and i surely did ray i want to thank you very much for writing this book and uh, where we can pick it up and all your other books and um the next book sale round I'll watch for the association of rhode island authors and uh, we will probably see your name at one of the tables also
0: Yep, and uh, come on down and see me at the uh, Warwick Historical Society tonight and uh, have fun with the outhouses.
1: Also, you are scheduled for October 10th at the North Sichwit Library. You'll be right over there. Even though we don't have the art festival going on in North Sichwit, there's going to be 32 vendors at the Farmers Market. And that's October 10th, and the library is going to have up to 10 authors. We don't have the 10 signed up yet. I think we got five right now, but that's Rain or Shine, October 10th.
0: That should be a good time.
1: Yep, and you've got a lot of loyal following over there. They'll be waiting for you <laughs> over there, right? Ray, thank you very much for yeah, taking every the time.
0: time. I see somebody, say... I walked into uh, Home Depot the other day and to get something, and uh, I, I said, can you tell me where such and such is? Sure, Mr. Wolf, right over here. <laughs> I said, how do you know me? He said, oh, I have a lot of your books.
1: See that? you got a following. Thank you, Ray, for pinch handing, I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Wayne, for the invite. Have okay. a good day.
1: Have a good one. Yep. Bye. That was Ray Wolf from Hope. And like he said, 66 years old he started. Harvest Moon Health Foods, Route 21, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza in Putnam, Connecticut, 860-928-2352. Healthy Foods for a Healthy Lifestyle, Gluten-Free Products, Over 100 Dried Herbs, Nuts and Seeds, Healthy Snacks, Help Your Body to Reinforce Its Immune Response hemopathic and herbal allergy relief. We stock quality brand manufacturers, including Against the Grain, Rudy's, Nature's Plus, Batlean's Organic Oils, Food for Life, and so much more. Natural Honey and Organic Coconut Sugar, Raw Milk, Elderberry for Flu Remedies, Consumer Friendly Hours are Monday through Wednesday, 10 to 6 p.m., Thursday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Harvest Moon Health Foods Dot net. Unit 4. Colonial Plaza, Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Proud sponsor of Brian Tagg and the number nine in the late model at Thompson Speedway. You can see Brian Tagg and his father, Tommy, uh, both former champions from Thompson Speedway at the World Series. Uh, Brian will be driving the number nine black Darth Vader car in the late model series in the act. I believe he's going to change the wheels and stuff and get into the act race, too. Uh, that's American-Canadian tour. He was a member of that years ago. And also a big shout-out today. They are open today, and Gina has allowed Jimmy Ponte to extend the hours at Cereo's Pizzeria and Restaurant at the Bridgeton Triangle, alias Church Street Pasco. And Cereals is celebrating 52 years in business. And right now, Gina has allowed them to open the dining room Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 11 to 8. And Saturday and Sunday for the best breakfast in town starting at 8 o'clock till 8 p.m. right there at Cereals Pizza Rammer and Restaurant. They are closed Monday and Wednesday unless there's a fundraiser or some catering. And catering... He did my daughter-in-law's birthday party Saturday night, and what a fantastic job. More people came up to me and my son Wayne. Where did you get the catering done? Fantastic, well-cooked chicken, some beautiful ziti with John Orlando's signature Italian sauce, some gorgeous brown potatoes. They weren't home fries. They weren't red-blissed. There was something he came up with that was absolute. It was the first thing that disappeared. Those potatoes, everybody touched them, and went back for seconds. And what a nice salad he put together, two fresh rolls. And I mean, everything was done and there was plenty of food and a lot of leftovers. Now, also, Cereos is is adapted here to the uh, pandemic and stuff like that. And every morning he posts the specials of the day on Facebook. And you can join that group, hit the like button, and then move all the way over to right and hit share. Now, I'm not talking about Sonny's ex-wife, share, C-H-E-R. We're talking about S-H-A-R-E. Hit that share button, and it'll go to all your Facebook friends, too. After you make your selections of the day on the specials, including a Sunday dinner for two for nineteen ninety nine, I he I don't know how he does it. Six to ten entrees with a homemade dessert and free drinks too. You know you should give that server an extra fin on that'll make her good. Uh, karma goes around for you. It makes Jimmy feel good too. And pizza Pizzeria and Restaurant Catering, you name it. Fifty-two year institution in Northern Rhode Island. Now, you're talking about the pandemic and all this, and I've been happily married 52 wonderful years, and Ray uh, Wolf has been married a long, long time, too. But, you know, the last year I got hit with some real tragic family problems and stuff like that, and I think a lot of people have financially, the virus going around, all the unrest in the cities and stuff. And a song came out the other day that I heard, and I have a music background. I had a rock group uh, years and years ago, a garage band and stuff like that. And I think there's a part of me that could be a rock star or I should have been, but maybe it would have killed me too. But this song, I cannot get out of my head, and I want you all to enjoy this, especially if you need it right now. If something weird is happening in your life or your relationship... Just kick back and enjoy this.
2: All of my friends finally convinced me to get out of the house. To help me forget, to help me move on. Then I heard you back in town in a crowd of strangers and lovers. Someone told me that you were coming So I should probably go to bed I should probably That took so long to find Cause all it would take Is seeing your face And I'd forget I should probably go to bed No, I don't have the self-control to walk away.
1: Hope you like that, Dan Shay? I'm projecting that as song of the year. I brought to you by Belu's Flowers. Mums, mums, mums. That's not my mellitus impression. That's every size, every color, right up the road here. And I believe Ralph has got his brand new National Guard shirt on that I gave him last night. He stretched it out last night, steamed it up, and stretched it out. I got him a large, and maybe I should have got him a extra large. But they have got fall decorations for you and not just fall decorations you know the corn husk, all the different pumpkins, ornamental kale, ornamental cabbage. And I hope you didn't throw that dusty miller away because it'll take a hot frost and some snow. But also the gift department inside with the fresh cut flowers and stuff like that just because. Put a smile on somebody's face. Just let Jeannie Biss know uh, what you're allowed in your budget and she will match the absolute perfect gift for you and so much more at Beeloo's Flowers at 665 Diamond Hill Road, 401-766-3165. And that's over 60 years in business. And Northeast Race Cars and Speed are over at Six Hill Road in Harrisville at 401-710-9992. Race Car Parts Supplier and Custom Fabrication and Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair. All under the same roof at Six Hill Road, best brake job in Northern Rhode Island. Uh, Some of the brands, but not limited to, are Simpson, MSD Ignition, Willwood, Moroso, all the chrome goodies. You got that hot rod or a classic vehicle and you want to dress it up a little bit. They've got everything for you and more. Northeast, race cars and speed and Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair at 401-710-9992. And Green Dragon Comics. Boy, they're adding on, and matter of fact, I saw a note that she put on Facebook, and she's another business-savvy gal that really uh, uses and utilizes social media with Facebook, and her website, Green Dragon Comics on Facebook. Like it. Matter of fact, they got some special events that are going to be there tonight. Sealed events and dual events. Green Dragon Comics and collectibles, of board games, role-playing, Magic the Gathering, Fortnite, you name it. All kinds of things going on with a brand new addition to the building already. They're, they're busting at the seams with inventory and destination customers from the Tri-State region. 401-949-2076. Green Dragon Comics. Over at the uh, October 10th, North Citroën Library, we have Ray Wolf will be there, Jim Dyer, Alex Kimmel, uh, Debbie Zanella might have to cancel on that. I think she's got some relatives coming down from Maine. And uh, Dr. Karen Pettit is going to be there also for a return visit. Also up at uh, Book Club is Gourmet. We've got a couple of authors that are going to be up there this past weekend. Diana Gollington was up there. And October 10th, you can meet Helen Baskerville Dukes, author of Therapy Fix," will be in the building, and uh, that's limited on that with the spacing and stuff like that. And Rock, let's see. Book lovers Gourmet's got another one too. Uh, uh, Pasco resident here. Uh, Thayer fielding low. Author of children's books and uh, a former host here at WNRI. Uh, We helped her out with a show she had on at Nights. And now she's uh, big time now and writing more and more books. So, uh, Thaya Fielding Law will be October 17th at Book Lovers Gourmet 2. And also, we got poetry coming back at the Roseland Park in Woodstock. They had it earlier this year. And we talked with uh, Robert Perry And that was the event that they had on Sunday, September 13th, and over 50 people showed up for the live poetry readings, so they're going to do it again. Uh, Poetry at Roseland Park in Woodstock, Connecticut. Just on the same way going to the Woodstock Fair, Uh, the date on this is going to be October 25th from 2 to 4 p.m. with six regional poets. Paul Richmond. Karen Warinsky, who's organizing this whole event, Paul Richman, Uh, Robert Perry from Dudley, and we've had him on the show four or five times now, and that's all sponsored and endorsed by Shop Hill Vineyards from Pomfret, Connecticut, is picking up the tab. Now, this is definitely reservations and masks required. It's outside in a big, big barn Okay, you have to call on the reservations. And I apologize. I didn't check this morning before the show. This could be sold out already. 860-942-6664. Karen Warinsky is one of the poets. And she uh, took the task of putting that on. I got an email here from San Francisco. He wants to know if the ARIA Association of Rhode Island Authors has any anthologies. Okay, yes we do. The very first one was in 2016. I sold two or three copies over, over the weekend. Shoreline, Under the 13th Star, Selections. We got a brand new one out now called Hope. We are talking about that with Ray, and that's going to be a book that Ray Wolf is going to be doing too, Hope, and uh, so much more. There's one other one on that too. There's actually five I think we have on the anthologies. Coming in loud and clear from Paul, coming in loud and clear from Julian Ayotte, and he's been on the show three or four times. Matter of fact, he's got another new book out, and i got to get that new book from him and schedule him. He has a loyal, loyal following. Also, congratulations to all new board members, Mike Scortrito, our new president, Tabitha Lord, uh, Paul Garanci comes back. Uh, Ray Wolf, who we interviewed this morning, myself. Uh, Debbie Zanella now is our uh, secretary. Heather Rigney and Guy Natelli was voted in as a board member, but uh, we lost our treasurer. The treasurer had to move, so uh, Guy Natelli moves over from the board to treasurer. So we're looking for one more board member. Uh, Let me see. And now i got one, two, three, Wayne, w one and it happens every single Tuesday morning. Who are going to be some of your future books and guests on the award-winning Authors Hour? The DNA of Democracy by Richard C. Lyons. Our cancellation today, an international star that was on the 700 Club about two weeks ago. A manifesto. By Harry Jackson Jr., Saint Purgatory by Rocka Joe Silva, Angels by the River by James Gustav Speth, S P E T H. I got one in yesterday, really caught me off guard. My good friend from Sidwood, Dr. Michael Fine. And uh, used to head up to Rhode Island Health, I believe, here. And also on the side, part-time, he does books. We interviewed him a few months back with a book that he got out called Abundance. And I really enjoyed the book. And now, A Clear Blue Sky, I got one in the mail yesterday. The Bull, with a big picture of a by Texas Bull on the cover, and other short stories by Dr. Michael Fine, right here from North Citadel. You can see him on Go Local Providence, too, talking about the pandemic uh, all the time on it, too. He's really in the news. Who else is in the news here that we're supposed to talk about today? And let me see. I think there's just one more I should get in here. And that's going to be for all of your advertising needs. Uh, there's only one choice, and that's American Beauty Signworks right here on Providence Street. Four zero one seven six seven twenty nine twenty two. You know, the clock is ticking. you got to make up for those first quarter losses this year and keep that bottom line where you want it to be. And the amount of wind damage we had this year. Is your signage okay? Did it survive it this year? You know, you only got 30, 45 seconds for a person to make a decision to turn that wheel and come into your retail establishment. American Beauty Works can come up with some creative ideas for you with their mind is unbelievable you look at the tri-state region all the new signage the last three years it all has the same commonality just look at the bottom by american beauty sign works whether it be spacing for your store to uh, meet the guidelines for your different state with pictures of shoes right on the uh, vinyl or right on the cement uh to A lawn sign to a vehicle wrap. Digital, electrical signs. Um, Our authors, the authors group, you need signs for your table to sell your books. I've got a pull-up sign that comes up behind me. It's like a shade. A one-time investment for the metal frame. And you can change the shade anytime you want. Instant signage brings them right to your table. Table Tablecloths, handout stationery, clocks... You name it. American Beauty Sign Works, they got it for you. You know, Kurt does most of the labor down there, but Oscar writes the checks. And Desiree with three E's. You can't get more creative than a name with Desiree with three E's. 401-767-2922. You'd be glad you did. Coming to another close here. We did uh, Celebrities Write to Mona by Raymond A. Wolf today. Uh, Get Well Soon to leo frisk mr nobody who's going under surgery this morning as we speak and uh he's got a brand new book out coming of age in the 1960s i have five copies of that too they sell for ten dollars that's his first book away from the crickets and uh can't wait to get someone out there for him too Got a lot of good authors in Rhode Island, over a thousand published authors that I know of. We got about 370 in our group and growing, and we're always looking for new members. And don't forget, our monthly meeting is this Thursday, virtual Zoom meeting, Association of Rhode Island Authors at 7 o'clock this Thursday night. And uh, hope to see you on I believe we did it the first time uh, last month. And we had 23 or 25 authors get on board the first time, which afforded us a quorum. And uh, also, Transportation and Limousine Services today, provided by CJ Trans of Fairbanks and also Little General Stores. There's definitely one in your neighborhood. And uh, they're all open eight days a week with great customer service for you. Thank you for tuning in to the Authors Hour. And uh, remember tomorrow, please, please have the best day of your life. Thank you to our fine sponsors, guests, and emailers at waynewnridayahoo.com and for tuning in to the Author's Hour. Remember to shop locally and to read a book. And tomorrow, please have the best day of your life. Your host, Wayne G. Barber.